Hey, everybody, and welcome to another Level 3 Studios podcast. This is Eric Schultek, and today we're talking about why does production quality matter? If you're listening to this show, um, you're probably wanting to make better productions, or at least not just throwing one mic up in the room and expecting a miracle to happen with the best recording of your life. There's a lot of reasons why I think it matters. Um, Think about it. When you go to a movie theater and you're paying for the ticket, but you're paying for the experience, you're paying for a good-sounding room to enjoy the, the movie in the environment without any distractions, and... Take yourself out of your normal everyday thought process for an hour or two. And that's what music was and used to be for a lot of people. You know, you'd lose yourself into, you know, 12, 15 song album or definitely listening from start to finish because the album had a story to tell. Nowadays, things are more immediate. It's more about singles. It's more about three minutes or less of poppy material to be... uh, to be on the charts, but back in the day, it was about disconnecting um, and listening to a record from start to finish. And that is something that's kind of missing today, but I'm getting off the point. I mean, how many times have you tried to record something and it's just not as loud or just doesn't have that separation, doesn't have that professional sounding sheen, it doesn't remotely compete with some of your favorite songs that you hear on the radio or maybe albums you have. Listen, I'm all about doing it yourself or at least learning how to make yourself more efficient and professional and productive. But it is a process and what sounds good to you now probably isn't going to sound as good to you a year from now based on my experiences uh, over the years. Can't tell you how many times I sent something off thinking it was flawless and someone would say, you know, oh, that snare's got a little bit 200 in it or that guitar's a little bit honky there and now I can totally hear it, whereas before perhaps I couldn't or definitely didn't. So that is why developing a good ear is key and often finding someone to trust in who has a good ear Uh, There is definitely things that I like to try to tackle myself, and there's definitely things outside of my scope where I want that professional attention on the details. So what does a quality production mean? Well, I guess if you take today's standards, uh, what does the listener perceive as a quality recording now? Well, if you ask that person today, it would definitely be something that's probably loud, way below, you know, minus seven or minus eight dB full scale. Um, And you got to think about it that way. Once something gets hot and starts on a trend like that, everyone else that's trying to jump on a trend has to be in the same ballpark to compete with that. And then you get a complete cyclical instance of everyone trying to push as loud of a recording as they can get. 
because the average everyday listener perceives louder as better or of more quality. There's usually multiple reasons why people choose to go with a producer or get into a more professional environment to record their project. Number one, a lot of people don't want to get bogged down with the technical details and they want to stay in the creative mindset, which is um, which is what the end product is. So a lot of times you need someone to bridge that gap. It is very hard to separate your left and right brain and transition from analytical to creative and feel. And it's nice to have someone there that's kind of handling that stuff in the background. Not necessarily trying to change uh, your production or your structure of the song. More of someone to keep, just kind of keep things going. And it's been proven that, you know, if you want to be in that full creative state, not like I'm saying the the studio is a place to be totally creative, but with with recording um, and, and home studio solutions getting more premium and more usable, it's a great opportunity for your projects to experiment when you're not in the studio and save a ton of money. Trying different arrangements, trying different keys, tunings, octaves, different vocal patterns. That's what pre-production's for, and we'll get into that in future episodes. But I always felt like a recording lives forever, so I know when to kind of outsource things when I need to outsource them. If I want to um, go record a big room-sounding uh, arena rock drum track, um, I'd rather be in that moment worrying about my performance than worrying about levels and preamps and compression and and all that stuff. You want to stay in that one side. It just helps with focus. So that's why, number one, why it matters, is maybe you don't want to be in that whole ones and zeros, care about any of the numbers and production aspects, or maybe you just want to stay in the, hey, I'm the artist, you know, I'm creative, just capture me. And that's totally fine, but there's a couple different reasons. So number two um, reason why you would go to a studio or work with a producer is you get what you pay for. Uh, I firmly believe that every recording that you pass off as final lives forever. And, you know, you always have to represent yourself the best way possible. I'll give you a quick example. So let's say you're going to install a garage door from Home Depot or something. It's like, yeah, I could do it. You know, it definitely wouldn't be as good as the pro installer guy coming over to do it. I wouldn't have all the tools. I would have some of the tools, and yeah, I could patch it together and get it to work and try to be level. In the end, it would probably take me, I don't know, four times as long as this guy and probably more money than having to go back to buy you know, more wood, more bolts, you know, all that stuff that uh, I thought I had planned out correctly. I mean, that always happens, and maybe you can, maybe it's not a garage door to you. Maybe it's, you know, installing a shelf, whatever. But, you know, in this case, I find that being able to trust a pro to do it right when it really matters actually saves money in the long run. 
you get it done right the first time. Now, not to say that you can't get your, you know, a good recording yourself, but I'm talking about going with a studio where you're running through, you know, better gear, you know, better preamps, better compression. Um, you know, you have a better experience. You get to be there and create and and use this fun gear. And, you know, it's kind of like plugging into a, a, a Corvette or Ferrari that, you know, that you're, that you see at the dealership, you know, getting to test drive a Ferrari or a, or a Camaro. So it's about knowing what to pay for and also what not to pay for. And that's all up to you. It's all in about how you prepare yourself. If you've done all those things to make yourself sound as big as you can with even a bare bones setup, then that's only going to be amplified by that, you know, plus 20%, which is also why I like to do a, my rates. I like to do by the project versus like an hourly rate. A lot of times I talk my clients down from like wanting to do eight songs to maybe five to maybe three. Focusing on, you know, better quality on the takes, which is key. Picking the best songs. What does the band need? Are you a new band? If you're just starting out, you probably need just a few songs. You don't need a full album. Do them right. Those are the ones that are going to open the doors for you. I mean, how many times have you put on an album and skipped to track seven and that decided it for you? No, it's usually like, boom, one, two, or one, two, three. Boom, they're hired for the gig or whatever. Same thing when you're marketing yourself to a label or, you know, anything like that. You want to pick your uh, your heavy hitters and um, it's a process of elimination. And I always opt for putting more time and energy into those heavy hitters than trying to spread everything out too thin across a full album. So at the very end of my very bad garage door analogy, <laughs> I would... Uh, I would say that in something like that, something that was going to live forever, something that I was investing that much money or time in, I would want it to be represented the best way possible. And if I could do that myself, great. If I trusted someone, um, you know, that was producing uh, quality material in a studio, yes, I would. I would. I would feel that that would be money well spent. Less stress off of myself producing my own record, but. I'd also get to concentrate on more of the finer details and maybe, um, you know, more of the aspects of, hey, let's try this harmony here or this, let's try this change here. So perhaps that gives you something to think about. But at the very end of the day, I just think that if you're wanting to put yourself out there, whether it's one song, three songs, a full album, do it the right way. Find someone that you can work with that you trust. Save time and money on the front end. Going into the studio and executing. Another thing is it's nice to have an unbiased, fresh set of ears. I mean, how many times have you heard that song? How many times have you practiced that one riff over and over again? Or that drum lick or that vocal pattern? At the end of the day, if I was going to hang that garage door, knowing what I know now, I would hire someone to do it because I know it would be done right. At the end of the day, it would take less time. 
it would be more secure, everything would be level, it would be done with the right tools, peace of mind, your call entirely. You have to decide how good you want to represent yourself. Like I said before, it's in stone, it lives forever. But something tells me if you're listening to this, you definitely want to up your production game for your project, your band, or whatever. And my advice as a fellow musician is to save time, save money. It's the same thing. Time is money. By being prepared and picking and choosing you know, what you want to put all your focus and energy and assets into, whittle that down and then go after it. But where it really matters, I totally recommend outsourcing that or getting getting a professional. I outsource stuff all the time. I don't master my own material. I got a couple different guys that I definitely use. Um, you know, but like like I said, it's mastering is a whole separate animal from mixing. And you know, these guys do you know a list work in Los Angeles and done. All the big bands you've ever heard of, and I, I, I trust their expertise to to put the finishing touches on it. And like I said, that just goes back to you know hiring that guy to hang that garage door. So anyhow, we've got some uh, some uh, guests coming up on the next episodes. We're gonna start talking about. Uh, Practice uh, regimens and growing your musicianship um, as a solo artist or with a band. Uh, Hiring yourself out for gigs, pre-production, how to actually do that, what that actually means. And we'll be talking with some people that you know and are relevant in today's music, so stay tuned for that. Anyhow, thanks for listening to this episode of the Level 3 Studios podcast. This is Eric Schultek, and we will talk to you next time. Cheers. Cheers.